Welcome to Speaking of Partnership, the show that brings you the personal partnership stories of experts from all walks of life so you can turn their stumbling blocks into stepping stones to healthy, long-lasting partnerships. I'm your host, Ken Bechtel. You know that the partnership game is not easy, but it is beautiful. If you find you're struggling with attracting or maintaining partnerships, go to speakingofpartnership.com right now, click on the big red tell me more button, and start creating your ideal partnership today. Now, let me introduce you to today's guest. I am super excited about today's show as every one of our guests from this week has provided us with bonus material. This is what we call Follow Your Yes Friday. In the 20 years that I've been doing research and working with partners and, and, and relationships and men and women, one of the things that I've found missing in many partnerships is, well, we tend to forget or maybe we just neglect to follow our intuition or what I call our yes, that gut feeling that tells us, here's what your next step is. Instead, what happens is we we tend to be in our partnerships and we're operating solely from our head. We're analyzing everything. We're disregarding just what our gut's telling. Sometimes we do pay attention. We we recognize that yes, that, that instinct, and we start to follow it. But here's the trick. We tend to not really own it. We don't defend it. We don't we don't set our boundaries with conviction. And this results in us abandoning our yes. We ultimately end up proceeding in our partnerships based on somebody else's yes. They put theirs on the table and we just go, oh yeah, that's good. And we go with theirs. What we're going to look at today, I've asked every one of our guests about their yes. Not just when they followed their yes, but also when they haven't. What happened when they didn't follow their yes? They didn't follow that gut feeling that said, oh, this is what you need to do next, and instead went strictly off their intellect and their analyzer and said, nope, nope, that doesn't pencil. I'm going to keep on this path. We've got information from every single guest that you heard this week that's going to help you understand the power of following your yes. Now, here we go. Adam Lamb, speaker, author, and relationship guide for men of all ages, shared a story of a time when he did not follow his yes and ended up losing the best job he ever had because of it. Well, Adam, thank you again for everything you shared on the interview earlier. Really, really amazing. I want to ask you a quick favor. Would you help us illustrate the importance of following our internal guidance, what I call our yes? And where I'd like to start is share with us a time when you did not follow your yes. Maybe in that moment, yeah, you didn't really realize you had one, but looking back, you're like, wow, that was really clear. My gut was telling me exactly what to do, and I still didn't do it. Tell us about that time. Boy, Ken, I, I have a really good one. Um, so I had uh, a second back surgery. Um, I was taking opiate uh, painkillers about, uh, about a year and a half prior to surgery and about two years after surgery. When I walked out of the – or when I had my referral – after my surgery, my doctor basically gave me a prescription and had me walk out the door. There was no, um, there was no follow-up care. There was no physical therapy. There was no nothing. And in that moment, I got my twinge about like, how am I supposed to integrate this experience and, and move forward? Um, so instead of 
following my guidance, I basically just kept going along, filling my prescription. And uh, so I ended up uh, in Jacksonville, Florida with an incredible job, um, corporate chef of this huge grocery store chain. And I was uh, out with a buddy and said something to him at the bar about about this particular doctor prescribed uh, medication I was taking. And the next day I was called into associate services and they asked me to leave. Um, so I was fired from the best job I ever had up until that point. And in my desperation, because I was dating a woman who didn't work, whose 28 year old son lived with us and also another guy who also shared our space, I thought that I had to carry them and make sure that they were going to be okay. So for seven days, I actually got up, dressed, went to work, saying I went to work. Um, and then I would go and send out a bunch of resumes. Um, and it took me about a week before I could actually admit my, my, my guilt and my shame. So I ended up on the island of Tortola, British Virgin Islands, the only guy who would hire me. And I went to the pharmacy and I said, can I get this prescription filled? And she said, oh, oh no. We don't have those here. And I said, well, do you mean I have to go to another pharmacy? And she said, oh, no, on, on the island, these are only used for far, uh, for surgical procedures. And I walked out of there, and it's like somebody hit me in the head with a two-by-four. And for a minute, I considered spending $500 a month to fly back to Florida to get a prescription filled. And I knew right then and there that my guides and angels had put me in the only place I could be where I would have to face this, this darkness once and for all. So I basically wrapped myself up in a blanket and sweated it out uh, in three days and 290 pounds sick and swollen. I put one foot out in the street and started jogging and somehow, uh, you know, got up the nerve and the stubbornness to say, okay, I know that something else is available for me, but it took me um, getting fired and getting to a tropical island uh, in order for me to face my demons and my dark night of my soul. And I know I couldn't have done that uh, without my guides and angels, but I certainly wasn't following my yes. I mean, they, <laughs> uh, you know, they were only going to talk to me for so long before something else was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That is quite the tale. Yeah, it is. I'm telling you. Well, let's, fl let's flip this around, Adam. What's a time when not only did you have a clear yes, but this time you did follow it. Tell us that story. Uh, same time frame. Um, I've made a decision now to live, and about three weeks later, I get uh, an MP3 from uh, my friend. We're sharing inspirational stories and and quotes, and she sends me this uh, this MP3 of this woman talking about spirituality and science, and I was really like enjoying it. And the very end, um, she mentions her website. I go to the website, and uh, I discover that I had actually met this woman very briefly two years previously. So I signed up for one of her programs and sent her an email, you know, under the guise of maybe getting a discount. <laughs> but I said, I don't know if you remember me, but we met a couple years ago. And she said, oh, you're the chef, right? And I said, yes. And this is in a series of emails. She said, well, I'm taking, taking a group of folks to the Bahamas to swim with the wild dolphins. Would you like to cook for us? And I replied back, sure, yes. And over the next two months, we basically started talking to one another every night, you know, about menus and things of that sort. And then the conversation became a little bit juicier than menus. And she said to me, I think there's something else going on here. And I said, what do you mean we're falling in love? And she said, you know, we're Canadian. We just don't speak that way, but yes. And so, <laughs> uh, we went to the Bahamas, had this incredible week, 
uh, we venture and I said, okay, so what now? And she said, well, I'll be in uh, Maui in two weeks if you want to meet me there. And um, I went back to the island and told my boss, I said, listen, uh, I'm not going to renew my contract. I just need to let you know this. Um, I'll work out my month, but I'm hoping that you'll let me go to Maui for a week in order to take care of this thing that I got. And he's like, well, do you have another job? And I said, no, I just know that something else is calling me. And uh, I can't explain it, um, but this is something that I got to do. And so without a job, with basically two suitcases in my hand uh, and two other troops, um, I finally met Jennifer in Toronto. And six years later, we were married. Wow. It's <laughs> the only time I ever did that. I mean, in my adult life. When I was a kid, I knew what exactly what it was like to follow my yes and not really care about uh, you know, getting mm -hmm. it right or getting it wrong. But I had lost touch with that in my adult life. And that was one of the clearest examples I can think of of following my yes, even though I could find no clear evidence why I should. Yeah, that's that's a great example. Thank you so much for sharing that. It's my pleasure, my friend. Amy Schuber, life and business coach for women leaders, entrepreneurs and individuals, shared a story of a time when she did follow her yes, and it ultimately led her into the career of doing the work that she loved. Well, Amy, thank you again for such a wonderful interview we did earlier. And I, I want to ask you a favor. Um, I'd love it if you would help us illustrate the importance of following our internal guidance, what I call our yes. And what I want to explore here is where that makes a difference in a partnership. So would you be kind enough to share with us a story of a time when you did not follow your yes? Maybe in that moment... You didn't really realize you had one, but you look back and you're like, wow, that was really clear. My gut was telling me exactly what to do and I still didn't do it. Tell us about that time. Oh my gosh. There's so many to choose from, but one that just is so clear to me about like something I was asking for, but then didn't follow is when I was um, looking to change my life and looking to change my career and looking to change some things, I was you know, talking to everybody about it. And I was living in San Francisco and I had an opportunity to move back to Southern California. I had an opportunity to live in this beautiful beach bungalow in Balboa Island. And I said, no. And my, everything was saying yes. Like everyone was like, oh, you should do it. You'll be the first to go. You want change. You need, you know, I was coming out of a relationship. It's like, you want change. You want to move. And there's your opportunity. And I said, no. And I look back and think, what were you thinking? Because two years later, I made the change anyways. And I just remember one of my friends said, if you don't do this now, you, you won't be the first to go. You'll be the last to go. Because everyone was sort of peeling out of the Bay Area at the time, my friends getting married and whatnot. So it was interesting. And I said no. And there was a glaring yes happening for me. And everybody saw it but me. And I think fear came over me. And so you know, there's no regrets because it ended up happening for me anyways. But I look back and think, well, I could have lived in a totally different place and it was all set up for me. But I said no mm. <laughs> and it didn't work out. So um, it just it made things a little harder from then on. You know, in the next two years, things did shift and change, but it, it was like the, the harder road, you know. Yeah. yeah. And that's an interesting point, because by saying no to that, you kind of stayed in your struggle. Exactly. And I didn't realize that's what I was doing. I can look back on that now and, and see that. 
Um, but I knew I was saying no to a, some, a really wonderful opportunity, but I was just afraid to take the leap and take the risk at that very moment, even though I had a soft landing and everything was really amazing on the other end. Um, I don't know why I couldn't see that at the time. My fear was in the way. Yeah. Usually is. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> that darn fear. So, right. So let's flip this around, Amy. Tell us about a time when... This time you had a clear yes, and not only did you recognize it, but you followed it. Tell us that story. Well, it was um, something we talked about in the interview a little bit. I, you know, once I actually did move to Southern California and I was exploring, you know, finding the career that I really wanted to be fulfilled by, I was exploring and I took a an entrepreneurial women's group. I went to LA to take it and I lived in Orange County at the time. So it was about, you know, a two hour commute in traffic. And at the end of the the process, the four week process, the woman running it said, would you like to run this in Orange County? And it was facilitating workshops and, and membership and monthly meetings. And I didn't really know what it meant when she asked me. And I instantly said, yes. And I don't know, when I drove away, I thought, what did you just say yes to? Like I thought about it driving back. And what I said yes to ended up being like the next move of my career and what I had been asking for, you know, my next move and connections and friendship and entrepreneurship and those connections that happen when you start businesses and curating all this content for this opportunity of growing this group in Orange County really led me to what I do now, which is my life in business coaching and even the podcasting. And so I would have never thought that that yes to um, that running that program in Orange County would have opened the door to like my next career. And it did just that. And I I know I probably would have gotten here eventually, but that just accelerated it because I said yes and surrendered to like the unknown and I didn't know the how and I, I sort of didn't care and I just moved into it and it felt really good. And I know I would have gotten here eventually. Like I said, when I didn't move to the beach house and didn't move, you know, I ended up coming back to Southern California anyways, but I think I took the faster route because the universe knew what I was asking for but it looked nothing like I would have expected. So that yes really was powerful for me because I trusted myself and I just went for it. And it really changed the trajectory of my career and the work I'm doing now. And I can see that now 10 years later, but you know, then I wouldn't have known what I would be doing now, but I can see the the relevance and it's just really genius. Um, so I, I appreciate that I trusted that yes. Absolutely. And yeah, you're right. The universe is pretty genius. <laughs> yeah, right. It's not the <laughs> biggest genius it. there is. Right. Yeah. No, it's 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 funny because I, I use the example of, you know, if you had to cook the best meal you could ever cook for your ultimate guest and it was a choice between using your cookbook or the universe's cookbook, whose cookbook would you use? I mean, after what I just said, I feel like the universe <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, it's got so many options we don't even know are available, right? Yeah, It's exactly. like there's flavors and dishes there that we've never even, we would never dream of, but it will be able to go, oh, this is the perfect meal. Yeah, exactly. Because I don't know what that would be. Yeah, we haven't even gotten there yet. How could we? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really fascinating. So thank you for sharing those, Amy. Oh, of course. Thank you to all my guests for sharing their stories of the benefits of following their yes. And for you listening... I invite you to take what you just heard about the importance of following your yes and apply it to what you heard this week on the show. 
Chances are there was something that clicked for you when you were listening to our interviews this week. What I invite you to do is to implement it. It doesn't matter if it's changing a behavior or a belief you've been operating from. Maybe it's looking into one of the resources or books that our guests recommended. Whatever your yes was from the material you heard from our guests this week, take it and act on it. And if you missed any of the interviews this week, simply go to speakingofpartnership.com and enter the guest's name in the search bar. It'll take you directly to the recording of their interview. You can view their show notes and find all the links to the resources they mentioned. Follow Your Yes Friday is all about you taking the next two days and applying something that you learned on the show this week. Follow up on something that caught your attention, where you thought, man, this is good. This, this could really make a difference in my life. Whatever that yes was, this is your compass telling you this is your best path. So follow it. From all of us here at Speaking of Partnership, we invite you to take your yes and take action on it today. Peace. Thank you for listening to Speaking of Partnership. Head over to speakingofpartnership.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. I release a brand new episode every Monday through Friday, so make sure you don't miss a single show. Go to your favorite podcast directory, search for Speaking of Partnership, and click subscribe. Like what you hear? Leave us a rating and review on Stitcher and iTunes. The greatest compliment you can give the show is to refer us to someone else, either in person or on the web. Have a great day, and remember, even when you stumble, you're still moving forward. Peace.